Hey, Chad, you want to watch a movie? Yeah. Uh, how about... No, 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 not, not again. Uh, okay, uh, what about... I just saw that last week. Okay, oh, I got it. Wait. You want me to watch what? So, what'd you think of the car? It's enjoyably bad. <laughs> that is that is exactly what I was hoping you would say. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to You Want Me to Watch What? The every other week practically podcast where Chad and I recommend movies to the other that the other hasn't seen. It was my turn this week, and I chose the 1977 cinematic masterpiece <laughs> supernatural horror film, The Car, uh, starring James Brolin. Mm hmm. So let's let's kind of get into it. The film starts off with a couple of bicyclists, kids, teenagers. A, a, a noted lack of car was yes was mentioned by everyone in the room. Yes, uh, there's uh, cycling down kind of a canyon highway when the the epitomous character <laughs> when, when the title character when the title shows character up. the car appears behind them, chases them, crushes one off of a cliff ledge and throws the other one off a bridge yep um a little bit later we are introduced to uh town drunk and wife beater amos as he's dragging his i don't know why i'm laughing um <laughs> because he's cartoonishly he, he is cartoonishly villainous yes he is not the villain of the movie but um and he's out in the yard, in his yard, having a conversation with his wife. And nearby is a hitchhiker who's playing the French horn. They get into it, and he tells the hitchhiker, you got five minutes to get out of here. Or, how did he put it? I'm going to shove that thing so far up your ass, you'll be farting music for a year. Yep. Which the guy doesn't seem unhappy about the prospect. No, he doesn't. Um, as the hitchhiker is, you know... Hoping somebody passes by, along comes a car. Well, the car. Swerves, almost hits the hitchhiker. Hitchhiker says some words and finger gestures. The car stops, backs up, runs over him, and repeats that a couple of times. Causing, you know, death to the hitchhiker, damage to the property. Amos sees everything from his house mm -hmm. and calls the police. It's now that we're introduced to Wade. He is the deputy sheriff of this county, uh, divorced. He's got two girls, and he is having a relationship with one of the school teachers. It's not illicit or anything, but he's keeping it kind of on the DL from his kids because they're young, and he wants them to like her. Yeah. So he takes the kids to school and then responds to this incident at... Amos's house. There's some back and forth. It's very clear that the sheriff has feelings for Amos's wife. Yeah. You know, because he's very much like, you know, you can press charges. You can come with us. That doesn't happen. So they go through trying to figure out, you know, what's 
you know, what caused this, what's going on. Then they get a report of another body. It's the girl cyclist that they found. Turns out to be the daughter of one of the doctors in town. Yep. Figure, okay, it's probably the same vehicle because they didn't get a good description of it. So they start putting up roadblocks and this, that, and the other thing. Um, a series of other hit and run and instances lead to, you know, the entire sheriff's department kind of being on edge. Everybody's on edge. Everybody's on edge. And everybody's working late to try and get this guy caught. They're throwing mm-hmm. up, you know, roadblocks and everything. The sheriff and Wade decide, okay, our shift is over. We're going to go and have a drink and calm down. Sheriff walks outside. The car shows up, swerves, misses a couple people, aims right for the sheriff, kills him. Did you get the sense that the sheriff suddenly decided to take Wade over to, quote unquote, the club because that's where Amos was going and they were just going to get him on like a drunken disorderly, just something to upset his day? Probably, yeah. So, yeah, just before that. Because he went from just kind of this, I knew her, I went to school with her. Hey, let's go get whiskey. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just prior to that, Amos and his wife was there. She had been knocked up pretty good, knocked about knocked about pretty good. He's the sheriff is trying to convince her to press charges, and she says no. And just outside the station, Amos is having an argument with her saying, "You get on home. I'm going to go have a drink with the guys." Mm-hmm. That's when the sheriff decides. So, that's very possible. So the sheriff is now dead. Everybody is, you know, this has got to stop. The next day, the school is having a rehearsals for the marching band at a nearby track. Car shows up, starts, you know, chasing people. All the kids and the teachers run into a nearby cemetery, which, surprisingly enough, the car can't enter. Or at least doesn't. Or at least doesn't. I mean, and... The teacher in question, um, Lauren. Lauren, the one that Wade is having a relationship with, stands up to the car. She stays inside the cemetery, but she's out in the open yelling at him, cursing at the car, throws a stick at the car. Mm-hmm. Car eventually drives off, and the police give chase. One of the policemen get knocked off a cliff. Car explodes. And then he's driving towards two other cop cars riding parallel. There's no way the car can get past them. Not without going off the road. The car skids sideways to wreck itself, does a flip, lands on both of the cop cars, making them explode, and then goes on its merry way. It it is magnificent. It is. Truly. Wade pulls up on his motorcycle, and they kind of have a standoff. The car stops. Wade tries to fire at it with his pistol, but misses, or seemingly misses. Both tires and the windshield. He gets around to the side, realizes there's no handles to the door. The door flies open, hits Wade. He's knocked unconscious and wakes up in the hospital. Why did the car leave him alive? Plot. Right. Plot. Plot. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So that evening... When he wakes up, Lauren's at the hospital with him. Some of the deputies show up. He fills them. They, they, you know, everybody checks in, fills in what's going on. Lauren is taken home to grab some stuff because then she's going to go to Wade's house and watch the kids. Mm-hmm. She's dropped off. And while she's home, 
on the phone with Wade, the car shows up, drives through her house, killing mm-hmm. her, and then back out to nowhere. So it's at this point, everybody's had enough, and they come up with this grand plan to stop this thing. Amos happens to be the local purveyor of dynamite. He's the explosives He's expert. He's the explosives expert. Had the big old truck foreshadowing just, his... Just happens to be, yeah. So the plan is... Explains his temper. Yeah. The plan is they lure the car out to the canyon where they've set explosives, and then they blow it up. Because whatever or whoever this is isn't going to stop, mm-hmm. and they can't seem to stop him. So after a tense moment with the car appearing in Wade's garage... <laughs> Yeah, that just kind of happened. It just kind of happened. The chase is on. They, the car chases way to the canyon. There's some tense moments of will it work, won't it work. The car dry is lured off the cliff where an explosion ensues, and we see this massive demonic fireball rise up out of nowhere. Stick its tongue out at us and everything. Yeah. Everybody kind of agrees that, yeah, we didn't see that. Mm-hmm. It's over. It's done. The sun is rising over the cliffs, and it Mm -hmm. seems to be a happy ending. Fade Mm -hmm. to black, and we hear the demonic honking of the car as we see it driving through downtown L.A. over the end credits. Yep. So it's one of those, the end question mark things? Yeah. 42 years later, they'll make another one. Yeah, they did. Well, Well, we'll get to that in a minute. So tell me your thoughts on what we witnessed. It's amazing how much... Young Josh Brolin looks like both a young Burt Reynolds and a young Christian Bale. Oh, yeah. Oh, in, yeah. In various moments. Eerie. Oh, yeah. Of. It is weird. So, acting, that's all right. Here's what it felt like. Yeah. Somebody said, you, you know, killer car movie. That's ridiculous, right? It's like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Let's parody the the merciless, you know, stalking killer genre by putting it in a car. So it'll just be a car, right? <laughs> and it's going to tra- it's going to chase people down, and it's going to kill them. It's going to hate bicycles and it's going to not abide rude behavior. But instead of making it a parody, let's just make the movie <laughs> then later somebody can make the parody. And so kind of like Caveman, this is a parody for a movie that hasn't been made yet. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Or this is the movie that the parodies will be made of. There you go. It is reasonably well acted. It suffers from that 1970s horror movie thing mm-hmm. where it it gives you tonal whiplash where you go from everything's really dangerous and suspenseful and tense to suddenly everything's really bright and cheery and totally fine. And then it changes again real fast. Like, um, which if you're used to watching seventies horror and slasher films, that's fine. It just, when you, when you're just watching, it's just like, so we just went from somebody's dead to, Oh, look, a middle school is practicing the stars and stripes forever. Yeah. Yeah. Jazzy, too. Jazzy. Yeah. So, acted fine tonally. It's a little bit 
yeah. muddy. Um, special effects were actually surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Like, I realize that it's just a car driving around with big tents, so but they did a good job with making that feel kind of menacing. The with the exception of that one where they just sped up the film for everybody. Yeah. Like, most of the car chases looked really good. Yeah. This out in the middle of Utah, you know, a lot of canyon, a lot of desert. And so when they're not on the roads and kind of able to just go around in the desert, it's a lot of fun to watch. Oh, yeah. You know. So I I give that part a pass, too. So let it... I, I'll stand by. Enjoyably bad. You know, it's not a good movie, but it is fun to watch, especially if you got friends. Yeah. If you don't got friends, we're sorry. <laughs> so, um, a- apparently, some of the inspiration were from other, you know, road horror movies from the 70s, such as The Duel. Haven't seen that one. It's a Steven Spielberg movie. It's about two two motorists having a day. Okay. You you only see one of them. You never see the other one. All right. But it's clear that there's somebody driving the car. And Death Race 2000. Have seen that one. Yeah. So, That's a David Carradine, I think. Uh, possibly, yeah. So it's, it's one of those where they kind of took that let's make menacing road habits and put a supernatural twist on it where you've got a driverless car. Mm-hmm. And yes, this came out before Stephen King wrote Christine. Just putting that out there. Well, and they ruined Christine's ending by putting somebody in the car. Well, um, is that how it happened in the book? I don't believe so. Okay, because I mean that it, it, it that was one of those that was like iffy. You know, sometimes there was somebody in the car, and sometimes there wasn't. Yeah, and that was kind of the sense that the movie was doing. And then at the very end, you know the. The boy's like, oh, so it was him the whole time, just being a jerk? Well, like I said, the movie predates the book, even. Yeah. It may or may not be where King got his inspiration. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Theater of the mind, folks. Theater of the mind. Okay, we're going to do the car, but in Maine. (laughs) (laughs) And instead oh. of a 1971 Lincoln Lincoln Continental Mark III, we're going to use a, uh, a 1958 Plymouth <laughs> uh, Fury yeah. Three. <laughs> so the first time I saw this was, and this is not a paid advertisement, but the first time I saw it, it was on the uh, the late night horror show Sven Gulli. Mm-hmm. And... I thought, okay, this is a silly movie. I am enjoying this. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for like the MST3K kind of treatment. Oh, yeah. 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 And so months later when I saw that, again, not a paid advertisement, Shout Factory was having their annual Halloween sale. I saw it. I'm like, yeah, I got to get it. Right. I gotta. enjoyed it the first time enough to buy it. It's like if you watch something on Elvira, you may as well just go mm, ahead. You're yeah. probably... You won't like it as much, but it'll be enjoyable because it's funny and it's you'll remember the funny bits. I actually enjoyed it more this time getting to watch it with you. Well, okay. This is this is definitely one of those watch it with friends kind of thing. Absolutely. There is <laughs> Well, you did that the first time. You watched it with friends of Nguli. Yes, true, yes. Um here's the plot. Haunted car terrorizes town. 
That, that's that's it. all you need to know. That's it. Pop it in. Good guys win. <laughs> sort of. So question, question mark. <laughs> so absolutely watch it with friends. Yeah, as much as I don't want to say that out loud, it's it's a watch it with friends. Yeah. It's silly, it's stupid. Have a drink and watch it with friends. Yeah, it is not a serious movie. It is one that you're going to watch and go, <laughs> Cargo burr. <laughs> <laughs> no, Josh Brolin. <laughs> no wonder you want to destroy half the universe. Oh, that's his son. This is James Brolin. Oh, God. This is his father in the movie. Oh, wow. Josh Brolin comes later. Well, now we know why. Yeah. There's just an old framed photograph of Sheriff Jim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Ugh. I think we got an extra life thing next week, don't we? Yeah, maybe. Right. So, anyway, uh, the fifth week of this month, spoilers, there's going to be a special edition you want me to watch what? So keep your eyes peeled for that. By the way, it'll include Darren. He doesn't know yet. Shh. <laughs> I gave him a key already. Well, that you know, he he's gonna show up and then we'll just say, hey, let's let's do this. All right. <laughs> Why are the microphones here? We'll get to that later. He is not gonna like this. No. I don't think we're gonna like it. No. But we'll explain later. We should make him do the do the recap. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Anyway, so we'll return to our regularly scheduled You Want Me to Watch What's in February, where it will be Chad's turn. All right, let's do it. Popsicles? Why don't you grab your multipass, a drink, and come sit with us? Let's pick each other's brain. We want you to be part of our intimate conversation about science fiction topics. Let's do this. Join us, and let's talk about science fiction topics in books, movies, TV shows, and games. At Science Fiction Remnant, you are invited to listen in. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget your multipass. Pass. 